News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Cabinet ministers will today formally sign off on plans to reduce the welfare rate and accommodation rights for people arriving from Ukraine. In the future, Ukrainian refugees will only receive 90 days accommodation from the state. Welfare payments are also expected to be reduced from the current €220 to €38.80. However, once a person leaves the state accommodation centres, they'll be able to claim the full job seeker rate of €220. Kira Ruddick is a Ukrainian MP. She joins us now. Kira, your reaction to this? Hello, Shane. Thank you so much for having me. Well, of course, I want to remind everyone that the war is not over and we are facing the second uh, winter of the full-scale invasion where it is, is incredibly tough for people and many of them may make a decision to leave the country and to find a shelter and a new home elsewhere. And of course, we want to encourage every single government on to supporting our people because, again, it's not a matter that we wanted this war, but it just happened to us and people are not looking to move to another country just because they want a better life. They want to physically survive. I understand, though, the level of pressure that the governments are facing and especially the the financial pressure. And I want to make a call that they're making for the two years to all the governments. Um, It is unfair that people who are supporting us with their hearts and minds have to pay for what Putin is destroying out of their pockets and pay for it with their tax dollars and tax euros. As of right now, in democratic countries, there is 500 billion of Russian assets that are being frozen and not being used. And we are calling for the countries, including Ireland, to look into the political will and legal solutions of using those money to support our refugees, to cover for the special programs on Ukraine, and to make sure that supporting freedom, democracy, is not a burden for the people, but that the governmental um, teams are doing the right thing. Do you feel forgotten in Ukraine? Do you feel forgotten by by, by the West, by uh, the EU? No, we do not feel forgotten, but we feel that right now it is much harder to fight for the politicians to exercise on their promises than it was a year or two years ago. Look, today is December 12th. We do not have the uh, plan to support Ukraine, the promised 50 uh, billion euros uh, confirmed by EU and voted in. And we do not have the support from the United States that is still stuck in Congress. And we are facing 2024, basically uh, with the political promises in our hands and not with the signed and sealed paperwork that we really need to be able to exist as a state. So you don't protect, I mean, I, and you, you, you've articulated your argument incredibly well about what you feel Ukraine, Ukraine needs right now. You don't particularly then, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you saying you don't particularly have a problem with the government saying, look, we're going to reduce uh, the uh, welfare payments, we're going to reduce the amount of time uh, you can stay in state accommodation? Or do you have a difficulty with that specifically? Oh, of, co- of course I have a difficulty. As Ukrainian politician elected by Ukrainian people who are hoping that I will be fighting for them in Ukraine and outside Ukraine, I'm saying that uh, I'm not fond of this decision, of course. Okay. Because, we, again, people who are coming to Ireland and 
using this opportunity, I want to thank each and every person who opened their home for our people and allow them to survive and allow them to feel welcome and for themselves and their children. Thank you so much. We will never forget it. What you're doing is generational. But the war is not over. Okay. It is not over yet. There would be more no, people. No, coming. absolutely. I, I suppose one argument the government has, has made, and uh, look, I think people are, are still hugely sympathetic, uh, rightly so, to the Ukrainian cause here. There's, there's no dilution in that. One of the arguments the government has made is that a third of Ukrainians who have arrived here have gone to other places first. And there's a feeling that because we were offering more in terms of benefits, that people were taking advantage of that. Your response to that particular point, please. I've been to Ireland a couple of times and I met with um, the governmental officials and I met with um, um, Ukrainian refugees and their teams. And I can tell you it's usually women with children who are not looking for like some financial support, but they're looking for the safest and the best play for their kids. And you cannot blame them for that. No. And if they're going from one country to another, it's because they're looking for the better education and the safer place. And honestly, the Ireland is the place where people are going because it is as far as you can go from, from Russia. It's like the first place you can run with your family. Okay, uh, thank you indeed for talking to us. We wish you well. Uh, Kira Rudik, Ukrainian MP, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.